Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. But you know, the media has been so biased, even though there's been hundreds of thousands of people, Americans standing in the mall and marching for over 40, approximately 43 to 44 years since Roe versus Wade was, was passed by the Supreme Court, and they just cover it. You know, it's terrible what they cover. But guess what? We have documentation that we're about to show you of over 300,000 people marching for life in Washington, D.C. in the March for Life for 2010 and show you the comparison about how media is so biased against uh, conservatives, against Christians, against actual babies in the Join this. We're able to give a, a true perspective, yes. to the best of our knowledge, about things that are going on. And the more you're seeing news just go crazy yep. out there, and it's like, you know, secular news is just sold out, mm -hmm. I mean, openly have sold out. And we're watching those prophetic words, you know, that. God has given us and, and shared with us through other prophets that changing that, our language. Yeah, you look at the media mountain totally taken over. I mean, you yeah. heard. I mean, so we can't talk too many details <laughs> about that. But we're fixing to show you, you know, God's for life. I mean, if you look at the laws of Moses, and we've been freed from the laws, but the laws that God gave Moses to give to the people, He said the law specifically said this is what God said. You know, if somebody hits a pregnant woman, and she gives birth early, mm -hmm. he has to pay, or she has to pay restoration to that person. Mm -hmm. But if they hit the woman who's pregnant and the baby dies, that his life has to be taken. I mean, right. God sees the life of the child as what it is. It's life. And the media, I mean, why would anybody want to cover babies any other way? But there's an agenda. As a matter of fact, I think that Steve uh, Sanborn did an excellent job of Thine Eye Ministries when he covered the 2010 March for Life where over 300,000, 300,000 yeah. people showed up to be able to stand up for the, the children in the womb. But I want, he compares it though, well, how did the media cover 300,000 and what did the paper say? And what actually happened. What actually <laughs> happened. Huge. As a matter of fact, let's join that now. When we made Thine Eyes, our documentary of the 2009 March for Life in Washington, D.C., we had hoped to set the media straight. We did not succeed. Their performance in 2010 convinced us that the issue at hand is not ignorance or incompetence, not even bias, but outright fraud. As in 2009, the networks, the major newspapers, and the news magazines all but ignored the march, despite the hundreds of thousands who showed up on a blustery January day amidst a threatened ice storm. The coverage the media did provide was even more absurd than in the past. In 2009, for instance, our six-camera crew was instructed to shoot, and if possible, interview all pro-abortion supporters they found en route. They could find none. USA Today somehow managed to find a handful of pro-choice protesters and incredibly gave them equal billing. To complete the picture, the paper reduced the number of marchers to mere thousands. Our rooftop cameras counted roughly 350,000. Stunningly, in 2010, CNN gave that same pathetic handful of pro-aborts top billing. As I look at these signs, asked CNN's Rick Sanchez on air, which side is represented the most? Do we know? Well, Rick, we counted at least 300,000 pro-life marchers to five pro-choice protesters. In the real world, that qualifies as most. 
Only Newsweek proved more fraudulent. Its headline, Who's Missing at the Roe v. Wade Anniversary Demonstrations? Young Women, set a new standard for media deceit. The truth was obvious to anyone who chose to see. So why are you here, sweetie? Oh, well, I'm here uh, to show my support for the pro-life movement and speak one more person in the crowd. One more of a big crowd. How many do you think are here? I'm not good at estimating, but there are a lot of people. <laughs> Bigger than ever. Yes. You've been before? I went last year. I think they said something well over 300,000. Wow. Which is wow. fantastic. And so many kids. Yes. I just, went, I just came from the youth rally at the oh, Verizon okay. Center. There and were lots that? of people. Uh, it was completely full, and they had to turn some people away. Are you kidding? Yes. Well, I hope we get our voice loud and clear for Obama. I hope so. A majority of the participants are in their 60s, wrote Newsweek's Krista Gesseman. Krista, majority means more than half, not less than 10%. And no, pro-lifers will not soon be too old to stage an actual march. Do not worry. In truth, young women of every race, color, and creed are the single largest demographic at every march. They number in the scores of thousands. I am marching because as a teacher in this generation, um, we bring our kids every year to be an example to try and change the world and change the nation. I had to force, um, I was forced to face this choice um, to decide to choose life and I just want to say that it's, um, it's just very important to value life because it's the most important thing. Por favor, toda la gente tiene que aprender de todas las cosas. El aborto no es una cosa que debemos de hacer. Tenemos que um, pelear por la vida de todo, la, todo mundo, de niños, why did they march? Let this young woman who bust in from Kansas tell us in her own words. I just wanted to share with you the witness of one very special woman that I um, met this summer and again on the march. Her name was Sister Trinite and um, she's just like this little mom that would just like take all these um, women in and um, just um, help them with this sonogram and be like this is your little baby like look and point out like the feet and like the toes and the fingernails and um, things like that and as she was going through she showed me another one and she would actually name some of them which I thought was really cute and she's like oh here's another one but um, we lost him today and she just started crying and just gave me a hug and um, it was so cute. She's like, it's okay, like I pray for them every day and I pray for their moms and I know that we're making a difference. And I saw her at the march and she came running up to me and gave me this huge hug and I just started crying because it was like, it was her day, which is really great. Um, everything she like fought for throughout the whole year, like she got to see all these people come together as one um, and like just march with her down the street and help save all these little babies that she saw the little sonograms of. And so, she appreciates all of you being there, and she just saw like all of like my school, the people that I call my friends, marching together with all their little red beanies. And she was she was proud to see you there. She was like proud to know you through me, and she was so honored. And she just loves that um, all of you witness every single day of your lives, not just on the march, and that you don't just come for fun. You come and you preach babies, you preach like life every day and um, she really appreciates that and she just wanted me to tell you all thank you so much and that you will be rewarded in heaven and that it seems like sometimes it's a losing battle because we come back every year and 
we hear how we're gonna like keep fighting this whole year, keep fighting, we just keep coming back and keep coming back, but that's what God wants. He wants us to be faithful, be faithful in the small things, and that's with every day, with every second, with, with every step forward. That's how we stay faithful, um, and that's how we protect and we like save lives. So thank you all. The media will have only themselves to blame if next year the marchers come back to Washington, not just in record numbers, but in righteous anger. More than any other event, the march reveals the truly eye-popping, mind-boggling corruption of the mainstream media. did such a good uh, job, Steve Sanborn of Dynamite Ministries, covering that and the biased. Mm -hmm. um, I think about what just I just saw with CBS News in the morning reporting, you know, what they uh, saw in regards to the March for Life. And they immediately said, well, there was a March for Life. You know, a few people show up, is paraphrasing. A few people. A few people showed up. But there was more people that showed up at the March for Death. I mean, they didn't say death, but the other one. And just went on about the news. I'm thinking, like, that's it? Yeah. And it's like, why are so many people adamant about trying to kill off the population of our nation. I mean, that's the spirit behind mm -hmm. that. And then you have, you know, one one in five women were have, and this is an older statistic, have been are infertile, and can't have children, and they want to have children, mm -hmm. and they can't. And it's like, why are we so focused? Though well, we're not. Things are shifting. As a matter of fact, I remember that when uh, President uh, Donald Trump was running for president, mm -hmm. he specifically said that I am for life. And I remember that uh, even on the debate stage, do you remember on the debate stage when he was debating uh, Hillary Clinton? And when they were debating, uh, he just came out and said, I just think it's nasty. I think it's, that's yes. not, well, I forget the words he was saying, but it's like, you know, where she believed that the babies could be aborted up to the day before they were born. It was very clear which yeah. side stood for what and which side stood for not. And yeah. <laughs> Very clearly understood. And he's boldly, some, some people yeah. say, you know, they're critical about folks and it's like, you know, because they made a mistake or they did something wrong in their past or it's like, but if they're standing up for what's right now, right. you know what I'm saying? If they're standing up for life, if if a sinner repents, you got to understand that's your brother and your, or your sister. Forgive. Yeah. yeah. And so they could be, you know, I'm going I'm to look at, look at, you know, my life and mm -hmm. Steve's life and Lord, you know, Pat's life, Pat Hamilton's life. <laughs> I mean, that God forgives us, and he, yeah. it, but when somebody stands, there's, this man is more bold, you know, this, our previous program, listening to Perry Stone, you know, listening to Perry Stone, that uh, he has stood up for more mm -hmm. about Jesus Christ. Has acknowledged the name of Jesus, has acknowledged the name of the Lord. Just in the inauguration alone. Yeah. And for life, mm -hmm. all life, not just the child life, but, you know, the book by Dr. Dobson, is it Fatherless? Or Fatherless, yes. Fatherless. Uh, it's a great story. It's a, uh, a fiction, a factual, mm -hmm. a f I don't know what you would call that book. And it takes the facts and it shows that, listen, if we don't honor life in the womb, they're not going to honor life, you know, after a certain age. Mm -hmm. Even though they don't understand the reason why they got here is because the previous generation <laughs> allowed them to be and brought them into existence. And so 
this is exciting. You know, it doesn't matter how the press really covers it because I already believe the press is just shifting anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, God's raising up new press and new people who cover true facts. And, and but in that, God is in control no matter what. When you saw the, 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 the plans and, you know, Acts chapter four, I believe is or three, they're saying, you know, why do, why do kings and people gather against you and make plans of war against God and these strategies against God? But the thing about it, when men do that, we think about it, all they're thinking is horizontal. They don't believe God exists. And every single time, since they didn't include God in their strategy, God just blows their plan out of the water. (laughs) And then they're shocked when the plans that they thought were going to take place. How did that happen? You know, it's like the what thing that Perry Stone's like, what? (laughs) Ma. Ma. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, you just didn't know God exists, but now you do. That's who must, it wasn't man. And he's 100% in control of everything that's happening. Well, he's in charge. Yes. He's in charge. We're going to be walking that out. But yeah, he's in charge. But obviously, I mean, he's not controlling folks to march down the street that says we want to kill our children. Right. They're choosing to use their free will to do that. But 350,000 people uh, reportedly mm-hmm. showed up in 2010. And these, you look at the difference, the contrast in the two different uh, marches. I mean, it was violent. I mean, we had like a 12-year-old kid that was uh, lighting fires in the street. We had uh, people in, in black masks, you know, pulling mailboxes over. You had women you know, that were screaming and they were saying things such like, I'm a nasty woman and, and you know, I've been thinking about blowing up the White House. This is what they're saying. And so you're thinking, uh, which is Madonna. And they're uh, applauding that and cheering yeah, well, she it. Yeah, I think it was Madonna that made the statement. I saw it on C-SPAN where she said, you know, I've been thinking about pondering or whatever, the you know, paraphrasing about blowing, blowing the White House. I was like, what are you talking about? Why would she even think about that? And people are cheering it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, one of the Judd sisters, you know, was there saying, you know, that I'm a nasty woman. And it's like, you're a beautiful woman. Why would you want to call yourself nasty? Why mm-hmm. would you want to, to degrade yourself like that? And, uh, and so it's just a mindset, you know. And you know, Ephesians 6.12 lets us know that we're not wrestling, uh, wrestling against us flesh and blood, but it's against spiritual wickedness. You know, and it is difficult. I can totally imagine how difficult it is to, you know, you have this pregnancy, you know, you're not married, all the stuff comes before your life, your career, you know, your plans and your vision. And so then you end the life of your child because you believe the press, you show up yeah. at a Planned Parenthood and one Colorado, the Aurora Planned Parenthood, Aurora, Colorado, got an award for promoting the most abortions from the leader of Planned Parenthood. We'll make that available to you on the tour. So he's like, wow. hey, we're gonna give you a trophy. You've taught more women into killing their children than anybody else. And it's interesting that it's a roar because that spirit of death went into the movie theater where that man was watching that Batman movie mm-hmm. or whatever, they're watching that Batman movie, and the guy walks in there and begins to just shoot all the folks up. And uh, it's just like a spirit of murder. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Daily Radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at VFNTV.com. VFN TV and the daily radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. Thank you.